Morning, everyone. Uh, it's worth noting that Teresa's said it. So, cheese, Teresa. <laughs> Isn't God funny? Um, also, from when I started to prepare this talk to this morning, it's changed several times. So, again, God's got a good sense of humour. And it's raining today, which is significant for what I'm talking about. So, I just... God's made me smile and brought me joy in many things, but I did say as Teresa was sitting down, I'll just rip this up now. So, thanks. Um, this morning, I'm going to talk about my favourite things. Now, if I was anywhere musically talented, I would have weaved it into a Sound of Music song, but nobody wants to hear that. Mark my words. You do not want me in worship. God likes the sound of my voice, and that's all that matters. So, I'm going to talk about... My favourite psalm, my favourite Bible story, and my favourite thing, right? So, if you wanted to give it a title, it is, if you want to see the rainbow, you just have to believe. So, I'll start by talking about my favourite psalm. Now, I did have slides to show you, but again, God decided something different this morning, and it wouldn't, my... USB wouldn't communicate with the computer, so God's got a lot of explaining to do later today. <laughs> um, but I'm sure it's because he just wants you to hear his words and nothing else. So there's a reason for it. But my favourite psalm, and I've probably spoke about this psalm before, and it's probably, we've heard it a lot, is Psalm 37 and verse 4. And in Psalm 37, verse 4, it says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. It's like the magic verse in the Bible, isn't it? Basically, God's going to give you everything you want. Right? That's what we take from it. I'm getting everything I've ever dreamed of. Thanks, God. Amen. But we kind of miss it, don't we? We might miss the gem that's in that psalm. So... A desire is something that you long for and that you hope for. And we've all got those in our hearts, right? They might change over time, but basically we've all got this longing for something. For success, for our families, for our workplace. We've all got a longing deep inside. And sometimes when you've got that hope and that desire, it pushes you to be the best person you can be, to do your very best. But what happens when you still feel like you're longing? You get what you've been working for. You get what you thought you were hoping for. And yet you still feel like unfulfilled, unsatisfied. You start to feel like frustration. Like God's left me. I'm in the middle of this storm again. Or I'm left here and... You know, I still feel like I haven't got what I wanted. I still haven't got, there's still something missing from me. You feel like the key to fulfillment is found in answered prayers. And when prayers aren't answered, you feel like, why am I going through this? You think that if the prayer is answered, I'll truly find happiness. I'll truly find what God wants for me. But it isn't about getting your heart's desires. It's about turning to God and experiencing the joy that God brings. Delighting yourself. 
when you're trying to do it yourself, you feel like, I can't do this anymore. Times are hard. Why is it always darkness? Why is it always raining? At this time of the year, haven't you felt like every day you're like, oh, the rain again, it's so dark. I've already started to think about walking to work and walking back from work in the dark and how, you know, bad that is, you know, when you don't see the sunshine. I know I've got windows in my classroom and I can look outside. It's not like I'm in the dark at work. But that's sometimes how life can feel, can't it? Like, there isn't a window, you can't see the daylight, you can't see the light. You just feel like you're just longing and it's a period of difficulty. Or it's not even like a period of difficulty, it's just a, it's normal, everyday, mundane life. And it, it just doesn't feel like there's lightness in that. You might be thinking, what's all this got to do with rainbows? I absolutely love rainbows. They're like my favourite thing ever. Like, if you've ever seen the YouTube clip, my sister's take the mickey out of me because there was a dude on there that was like, double rainbows. That's totally me. <laughs> Honestly, so like I stop, I'm like, admire the rainbow. And then the science behind it, it's not a coincidence that God picked a rainbow when he put it in the sky to seal a covenant. To understand rainbows, it's a meteorological phenomenon and it's uh, caused by reflection, refraction and dispersion of drops of water. I'm an RE teacher, not a science teacher, by the way. <laughs> when I was at university, I did some work in a primary school and that's when I discovered that I wasn't cut out to be a primary school teacher. Although there was one story that I always remember. There were, the primary school class were doing about the science behind rainbows. And so the kids were talking about how rainbows were made and you need light and you need the dispersion of water. And this one kid turned around on the carpet and went, that's not true, only God can make rainbows. <laughs> it, was, it stayed with me all this time because I thought, how amazing is that? That a young child clearly remembered the story of how the rainbow was made in Noah's Ark and thought... What are they on about? Water and sunlight. But rainbows are caused by light, always appear directly opposite the sun. To be able to observe a rainbow, it needs to be drops of water in the air and the sun needs to be shining behind it. Rainbows, rainbows are strongest when the sky is half in darkness with rain clouds and the observer is standing, facing in the direction of the sun. You're facing in the direction of the sun. You can't mention rainbows without talking about Noah's Ark, which is my favourite Bible story. Because what you've got is a man who is living in a land that's constantly dry, and God says... It's going to flood and I need you to make a boat. And Noah goes, all right then. Can you imagine what people must have been saying around him? I mean, if you've ever seen Evan Almighty, like people would just like, he's gone mad, he's lost the plot. It never rains. But, but Noah, in his faith, took a risk and went, okay, God, I believe this is going to happen and I'm, I'm going to do what you've asked me to do. Sometimes stepping out of our comfort zone is where you find your rainbows. After the flood dries up, so imagine it's not just like 
a flood for a couple of days and then everything's all right. Is there, I mean, we haven't, I've never experienced flood, but you see pictures on the news of the floods that have happened and it's like, you get that picture in your mind and it's not a couple of days for Noah, it was a long period of time. So all through that time, not only did he take a risk and step out and say, I'll build a boat, every day him and his family had to get before God and say, Right, it's still flooded, we still trust you, we still believe that we're going to come out of this. He had to grow his faith every single day. When the flood was over, God made a covenant with Noah and his family and sealed that covenant with a rainbow. I believe that God chose to to seal it with a rainbow on purpose because he knew that to see a rainbow you need to be looking directly at the sun, directly at God. Sometimes we get so caught up in waiting for this to happen, waiting for that to happen, that we forget about the promises that God has given us. He doesn't even have to repeat it over and over to you. You know them in your heart. I bet you're calling them to your mind right now. You can start to think about, he promised he'd never leave me. He promised he'd love me no matter what. He promised me that he's forgiven me and it's forgotten about. Just some of the promises God might have spoke over your life. If you step out in faith, I won't let you flounder. If you take a risk, I'll give you everything you need to equip you. But sometimes... We just get so caught up in things that we forget about those promises, those rainbows. And God sends blessings. You've got to delight in God. Like Teresa said, you've got to be so close to God. That song that we sang, I love that song, It Is Well With My Soul. It doesn't matter what is going on around you. Your soul can be so connected to God that you could have a rubbish day Right? And, and you can admit to God, I've had a rubbish day, things are going rubbish, but I can still worship you because it's the sole part of you isn't affected by circumstances. Your soul can live in the joy of God and Jesus no matter what is going on in your life. How amazing is that? So where do we find our rainbows? And then the slide would have showed you a picture of me and the friends I made over the summer. In the summer, I had the privilege of going on a trip with an organisation called ActionAid. I like to tell people I built a school, but it's more like me and a group of people started to build a school. But I went. I didn't know anyone who was going. My sister, who uh, is also a teacher, just sent me a link and said, you should go. And I went, all right then. Um, so I signed up, went to the airport in London, went to Heathrow Airport to meet people. That was the first time I was meeting this group of people. So you can imagine that I was like, what if they don't like me? I don't know why anyone wouldn't like me, but anyway. Um, what if they don't like me? What if I don't get on? I'm paired up with somebody. We have to share a room for the entire trip. What if we don't like each other? It was one of the most amazing trips I've ever been on. It wasn't a religious organisation. I wasn't going away with a bunch of Christians, but they were the nicest people I've ever met. And I was able to be Jesus in that situation. 
When we got there and we met the village, it was all like, we thank God that these people have come. You know, they'd been praying that they could have people to help them. Every day the village came out and it was them doing the building, I must say. We were just there posing for pictures most of the time. Um, so it was so amazing. It was We were welcomed into that community that had God at the centre and really were thankful for the blessing that we were. But they were a blessing to us. Every day they were a blessing to us. One of the days we were there, it was like storm-like weather. We'd been given a weather warning the night before and we went doesn't matter we're still going we're still going to build and everybody's like but there's a weather warning we were like doesn't matter it was storm like weather the locals were saying it's winter You've, we had shorts and t-shirts on because it was hot but according to them it was winter and they were just like why don't you hide inside we were like no no so the community came out and we were all in the storm in the rain in the wind all working together it was a blessing God blessed me so I can bless other people. God blessed them so they could bless us. A partnership. Your rainbows can be found in situations that need you to flex your faith muscle. Where God gives you opportunities to grow your faith. It can't grow unless you're pushed out of your comfort zone, can it? I'm really, really comfortable in my comfort zone. Ask anyone. I've been at the same job for 13 years because it's comfortable. Right? I've worked in the same school. I love being in the comfort zone. But it's when you step out of that that the magic happens, isn't it? When you step out and you say to your head teacher, um, expecting it to be like, get a grip, we're a church school, not a church. Um, I was thinking we could run an alpha course. Yes, go for it. Wow. I was like, oh my goodness, we've got to go and organise an alpha course now. <laughs> Amazing young ladies that are part of our church, that are part of the intensive, started that. The first week they had 10 pupils. The next week it was 15. They are telling their friends, you have got to come and see what this is about. You know, they're starting to quote me in RE lessons. Uh, Miss, on Wednesday, I think you'll find that what it said was, they're quoting me. How dare they? I'm the expert. But isn't that great that it's having an impact on them so much that they want to share that with other people? They're not afraid to say, I went to a group in the chapel and talked about God. Amazing. What about your blessings being found in counting down to the next holiday? I used to be one of those teachers that was like four days till Friday and then after that it was like don't forget everyone to go. And then I suddenly thought you're missing the blessings of every single day that God puts in front of you because you're constantly thinking about when am I next going to get a break from this. I also spent a lot of time at the beginning of this year, ask my head teacher, she'll tell you, whinging about my timetable. Um, I'm a teacher, I shouldn't whinge about having to teach kids, should I? But I spent a few, I can't believe how packed my timetable is, all the classes I've got to teach, and she told me I had to get over it and stop whinging. And I thought, you're right, it is a blessing to be in a job that I love, and I get paid to talk about God and Jesus all day, every day. I mean, how amazing is that? I shouldn't whinge about that. I should be feeling privileged and thanking God for the opportunity. So sometimes my rainbows are found when kids say to me, so do you believe that, miss? 
and I get to share my story. One of the kids told me I was a prophet the other day. I was like, uh, let's just talk about prophets. So we had a talk. And they're like, but you're always talking about God, so that makes you a prophet. And I thought, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know about that, but do you know what I mean? It's like those are the, the rainbows in my day. Because if you met the staff I worked with, they hate my positivity, but that isn't going to stop me being positive and joyful. Thank you very much. But the kids love it. And so it does spill out because members of staff, they know that it's because of God. Because I say, it's not me, it's because of God. It's not because I'm having a better day than you. It's because I've got God on my side. And I can share that in the place I work. And then people know and they want to hear that message. So I'm privileged to be able to talk about and get paid for talking about God all day, every day. So thank you, Lord. The joy of Jesus doesn't depend on your day. So, for instance, let's talk about Wednesday this week. It's like middle of the week issues, isn't it? And I had a particularly bad day. But amongst all that, at the end of the day, I thought, let's talk about all the amazing things that happened today, the conversations I had, the fact that Alpha was on and there was more kids there than the previous week. Um, the, pa- the fact that year sevens were just like loving the lesson, obviously. Um, and, and not think about the fact that staff were having a go and things like that. That just, I thought about it. Somebody's worried about the joy of Jesus in St. Hilde's school. And that's why I need to continue to bring the joy of Jesus to St. Hilde's school. Where do you find your rainbows? The first thing you've got to do is turn to God. You've got to be facing the sun directly. You do so much better when you turn to him and face him. Communicate with him. The kids constantly ask me, like, when do you pray? I'm like, for all you know, I could be praying right now. And that's it, isn't it? If you're in constant conversation with God throughout your day, It just, even when you have a bad day, it feels good. Even when things aren't going your way. I don't know your circumstances, but God does. Right, you don't know my circumstances, but God does. Right? And we're allowed to say to God, I turn to you, I trust you, but things are pretty rubbish at the minute. I really don't know what to do here. We're allowed to say that because God knows anyway. And it's more about helping us than helping God. It's more about us recognising that I can't do this, I need God. When you're facing the sun and you're seeing the rainbows, it means that when something challenging comes your way, it doesn't sink your ship. It means that When you face opposition, you don't crack under the pressure. It's the difference between being filled with anxiety the last days, weeks, months, to feeling anxious and then going, it's a waste of time, God's got it, I'll just get on with my day. And that's me. I've gone from letting anxiety control me to knowing that God's taking care of it. So I don't have to worry about that. It frees me up to worry about other things. 
He can concentrate on that, I can worry about other things. Faith is the opposite of fear. We can't grow our faith unless we face things that God pushes us into. You know, faith is something that grows over time. It isn't something that just, you've got it. Something that we continually have to work on. I used to be the type of person that I thought if I lost my job, I don't know what all we were going through redundancies. It doesn't make sense. I was thinking it doesn't make sense. That. We were going through redundancies at the time, and I remember thinking if I was made redundant, that would be it. I wouldn't have anything. I mean, how ridiculous to pin your hope on a job at the time that you think that everything, everything that I am is about being a teacher. I mean, it, it is my heart's desire is to be a teacher, and I do see it as a privilege, and I do see it as a vocation, but God knows that, and so it's not my business worrying about whether I'm going to lose my job at St. Hilda or not, because God has a plan for our life, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, as it says in Jeremiah. But it's not about praying for the plan to come to fruition. It isn't about waiting for that. It's about praying for peace in the place you are now. Wherever you are, wherever you're planted, in your family, in your friendship group, in your work situation, whatever situation you're in, it's about praying for peace and prosperity now where I am, not putting some kind of attachment to it. Jesus really does make a difference to our lives. He really does. And sometimes we have a privileged situation of being able to share that with others, share the difference Jesus makes in our life. Because the joy that we have isn't dependent upon circumstances. It's dependent upon how close we walk with Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you've promised us so many great things, Lord God. And we just pray that, that each and every person here this morning for whatever circumstance or situation they're facing right now or this week, that you would show them their rainbows, Lord God. That as they turn to face you, they would really experience the delight of God. We pray this in your name. Amen.